You are listening to Just Over 20 with me, Itunu Speaks. In today's culture, there is a deep interest in both fitness and weight loss. However, looking closely, there are certain narratives that deserve to be challenged. Does losing weight equate to happiness? Are there healthier ways that we can think about fitness? Today, I'm joined with the beautiful Fitness Jill to talk about her weight loss and fitness journey and the importance of working towards better health and confidence, no matter your size. Hi, Gillian. Hi, Fitness Jill. Hello. I'm good. How are you? Hi, I'm great. I'm so excited to be here to be on your podcast, seriously. So yeah, I'm very excited. Well, thank you. I'm really excited to have you as well. Um, okay, let's let's get into it. Like, I guess it would be good for us to kind of say how we met. So me and Gillian know each other from university and Gillian's always been like a ray of sunshine. And um, I was saying just before the podcast how... Um, I went on my year abroad in my third year and then I went on social media and Gillian was blowing up and I was like, what's going on? And um, Gillian had lost a lot of weight and the way she kind of put it on social media made me know that it wasn't like something to be worried about she was very like you know this is something that I personally wanted to do I've been working at it um and yeah here are my here are my results and after some time um we saw that you were on a fitness journey so it wasn't necessarily oh this is just a straight weight loss yeah. journey you were yeah. about being healthier being better being fitter and now Gillian has transformed into fitness Jill our <laughs> fitness guru and um yeah so today we're going to be talking all things weight loss health beauty standards and everything in between so if you would like to introduce yourself to everyone and maybe just start with yeah like your weight loss journey maybe you start from there for people who don't know you okay. yeah thank you so much Etienne, by the way for that amazing introduction like like you said i met you back in uni and you were the ray of sunshine like always so sweet and calm and positive and that to me was just like the kind of person i want to be around and be on your podcast um with uh so yeah so my weight loss journey so obviously i've always since you met me in uni for example i've always been like big in a way when i was younger i would say i was a bit smaller and slimmer because I was in boarding school and when you're in boarding school no chance to be big you kind of just eat what they give you kind of thing mm-hmm. um but I got into a point where I was kind of okay with it I was just like this is me I'm big I didn't really care however I obviously had the insecurities which anybody anywhere always has even now we all I still have certain insecurities obviously so I obviously felt like I was the biggest person in my class I was the biggest person in the group of all my friends um, and you kind of like get over it a bit mentally but it's always in the back of your head that you are the biggest one here in a way but I also never actively did anything about it I was just like vibing going through life uh, so I think it was the summer of 2018 where I went back home and I'm Ghanaian and we all all West Africans all Africans we all know how our aunties are mm-hmm. we all know how people are very vocal and very they don't really care about what they're saying when it comes to your weight. For them, it's you're in front of me, I can comment, was the vibe I got from mm-hmm. them anyway. 
Um, so your my entire life I've been hearing the oh you're fat, you're fat, you're fat, but you just become desensitized to it in a way. So it didn't really hit. But I think that summer was the first time I spent like over three months in Ghana, and this was where the amount of your fat was a bit much. So it, mm. it was it was entering a little bit. Um, but then what kind of really pushed me was I went to the hospital, um, and the nurse who took my weight was like, "What? You're very heavy." And she was not saying it in a mean way. She was saying it in a concerning way. But it was also, it came off very, like, it hit me very hard. Mm-hmm. Then I saw this girl's weight loss blog. And I was like, you know what? I can do this. Like, let me let me do this. And I took a picture. Started going to the gym. Started eating well. And here we are. I put it on the internet. Everybody was like, oh, my God. Like, you know one of those things where you post and you don't really... It's Twitter. You just post things that you move. Mm. But it was just one of those things that I posted that my phone wouldn't go... Yeah, it was quite rapid though because it was a it was like a year. Uh, it was six months. I think I think that's why it blew up. So I feel like I didn't realize it, obviously. So I lost like twenty eight kgs in six months. Which now that obviously I know more about how people lose weight and stuff, I'm like, oh, that is a lot of weight in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's what really blew people's minds. Like, wait, how did you lose that much? Like, what did you actually do? And I was like, it really was just like consistency and being like. I want this, so I would get mm. it and be very like head on about it. So I feel like yeah, the the amount of time is what yeah yeah because I remember like I said because it's like I left and then came back I was like what what's going on just like what is happening and you know it's it's always this thing I I'm very intrigued about how we talk about weight loss especially for women because I do feel that there's always this like congratulations and you're like "Mm," but you don't (laughs) you don't really know like what's going on with this person so I'm always very wary of that like my thing is more like is everything go like first of all is everything okay like and then but the way that you spoke about it was you were very open about like I want to become fitter and healthier and this is what I um have chosen to do so what made you transform from okay I'm just posting this to show my kind of six months results to um let me do fitness Jill um so okay so funny enough I actually never I created the fitness show Instagram like like let's say five months into my journey when I saw the personal progress and I was like I want to like post more about going to the gym and everything if you know me as a personal person I post a lot of my stories I love like I love look at me do this look at me do that <laughs> but then I didn't want to I had created a private story where I was putting my weight loss thing because I'm also a very private person I was also a bit shy about like putting like oh I'm eating this I'm going to the gym so five months into the journey, I was like, I actually do want to have a place where I can just openly put it in and not be mentally thinking, oh, I'm bombarding my story with uh, food and gym and everything. So I was like, I want a place where I want to do that. So I created Fitness Jill and I put it on private and I kind of put it in the back of my Instagram. I was like, I'll see if I want to do this um, and I'll open it up when I feel like it. But when I put the post up, um, everybody was just like, oh my God, oh my God. I took Fitness Jill off private and I was like, okay, I... Can just do what I want. Like I'm just gonna post my stuff. Fitness Joe was never supposed to be what it is now. Like in mm. like a big big page, blah blah. I was just gonna go about my life doing like, oh look at me eat porridge for breakfast. Look at me go to the gym at mm-hmm. six a.m. And then it got to a bit six a.m. Like, sis. 
I don't even know what that looks like. Who is she? Who is that? Wow. touch on something that you mentioned aunties we love a nice auntie we do we do love it we do love a nice auntie however however you said that it was often aunties who would make comments and I'm kind of intrigued to know what kind of comments like were you receiving before from aunties and others so other people within our age group from women from men from whoever whoever it before and how have you seen that change um now like or on your journey to right at this very moment yeah There's no filter. You understand? Yeah, so yeah, it was always the fat. What are you eating? Or the bring my parents. What are your parents feeding you? Um, so those were like kind of the comments. And I get it from everyone. It wasn't aunties. Like I made a video called Why African Aunties Should Shush. And I started by saying, it's not just aunties, like women. It's it men. It's everyone. Like I wouldn't, I remember this moment. So um, in my head, I went to a, a playground with my little sisters. And we were jumping on the trampoline. And these three kids were walking by and they were like, you're so fat, get off. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, this was years ago, but I still remember that because everyone feels like they can comment about your weight. Like everyone. So I'll get the uncle saying it. My favorite one when it's like a combo family. Just like combo. Sis, <laughs> they'll all just be like, yeah, so when I saw you like three years ago, you were skinnier. Or, so yeah, those are the comments from like older people. From our age group, personally, I've never had anyone ever comment about my weight. People, I surround myself with positive people, and I surround mm. myself with people who are not really like being focused on like weight or they just take you as you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thankfully, I never had the experience where people were like, "Oh my god, you're fat!" Like I don't think I would be friends with someone who will constantly make me mm. feel bad. Mm. Uh, so age group, nothing, but mainly older people, mainly Ghanaians, from my from my experience, yeah. who will be very vocal, yeah, and make such comments, yeah. Yeah, and then now that you have 
lost the um weight or on your journey to losing weight because obviously you you wouldn't have just gone from one size to another instantly there would have been a journey um what kinds of comments not only just comments but even attitudes and behaviors have you seen kind of shift and change in those around you um and how you've been received not just from friends from from even from strangers yeah yeah okay so on the aunties front or older people front during my weight loss journey i was quite private about it anyway so no one really knew what i was doing and i was in the uk so i was in ghana so they didn't see the weight loss so i can talk about the after reactions of when they saw me most of them didn't recognize me which i find very funny because i'm like do i look that different which i in a way i know i do but i remember i walked up to one of my aunties who's really like close to me and she was like oh hey how are you good morning so polite i was like she don't know who it's me my sister sister was like it's and my Ghanaian name is ifwa and she was like it's ifwa she's like stop it's you so like i feel like the general reaction was shock because like you said it was also after a year or six months so for them it was like i just saw you last year yeah what and so it was shock and then obviously my favorite one the other side of the comments were it's okay it's okay i hope you're not continuing i hope you're not trying to lose anymore I hope, mm. like, you're staying, maybe even add small. Mm. <laughs> like, I was like, what do you people want? And in mm. that moment was when I made one realization. People will never be happy. Mm-hmm. Aunties will never be happy. There will always be something being said. So, like, I remember my grandfather calling me one day. He was like, how are you? Are you okay? I was like, yeah. He was like, are you stressed in uni? I was like, yeah. Everything's fine, Grandpa. Why? He was like, I just saw your new profile picture. And you look very skinny. And... Like, my grandfather, bless him, has never said anything negative about my mom. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was, like, concerned. He was like, is it stress? Like, is everything okay? Do you want us to help you? And I was like, thank you for being, co- like, considerate. But that was also, like, another side of it. They were, like, either thinking something went wrong mm-hmm. or, like, it's enough. Like, just stay right here. Don't go anywhere. Maybe add. My grandfather called me last week. was like, oh, so are we adding more? And I was like, mm-hmm. what do people want from me? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like on older people, it was that. Now, younger people, friends, strangers, I feel like my very, very close friends didn't really notice or didn't really give me any crazy different comments. Because I remember one of my friends saying, I can't lie, I never realized, like, I, I didn't see you as big. So when you put these pictures together, I'm just a bit, like, shocked in a way. Like, yeah. I never saw that. So I'll say my very, very personal friends, nothing too crazy. I always got the, you, honestly, I'm proud of you for, like, you wanted to do this, you did this. Yeah. I'm proud of that, like, supportive of my stuff. So that's great. Now from, like, I, I remember I did get one friend who came up to me. She was like, Julie, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I hold it in my hand, like, turning around. She's like, is anything wrong? Did you get sick? I was like, girl, no. I just started at the gym. She was like, oh, okay. But, like, she always was so scared and worried. She was Nigerian. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, we West Africans, we don't like skinny too much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on the side of, I don't know if we're going into this with boys and stuff. Like, I don't know if I just lived in a bubble and didn't notice if somebody was being mean to me or if to me. I just, everybody asks, they're like, mm, so are there more boys now in your life? Like, are your DMs popping? And I'm like, you see, I actually don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I'll think, yeah, the DMs are popping, but mainly because of fitness jail, like, and people asking me what they want, like, help with. And then, yeah, I'll say DMs on Twitter, more boys are in there. But in general, like, before, when I was bigger, I had a good enough boss attention where I was happy with mm-hmm. on the male front. And then now, it hasn't gone up. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much the same. 
yeah No, I think it's amazing because it's one of those things where obviously where I know you personally, um, and it's not like we're extremely close, but because we were in the same kind of environment, you've always, I can relate with your close friends in that it was never like, oh, this is somebody, the big person, but maybe that, that is because of the way that I guess we as individuals are like yeah. maybe not yeah. viewing people that way but I also feel like you never presented yourself that yeah. way like yeah. you are just Jillian yeah full I stop think it's my personality. yeah I think it's my personality that maybe like overshadows the weight and everything because I know I'm very I have a big personality yeah like I'll probably walk in and you're not thinking oh she's big you're probably thinking ah she's loud <laughs> like yeah. you know so I feel like that and keeping the same personality probably that's why I don't have much of a difference because even though I mentioned insecurity and deviating quickly, um, I've always been confident. I've mm-hmm. literally always thought I was the hottest. Yeah, the <laughs> baddest to ever do it. <laughs> so, like, I've always felt like that and then I feel like confidence radiates outside of you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've always also, like, put myself out there like that and I feel like maybe if people always saw you as, like, which there's nothing wrong, insecurities are hard, but if people always saw me as, like, oh, she's so sad, she's always covering up, she's always down then maybe they would have treated me like that and then now if i was loud and confident they would have been like treating me differently based mm-hmm. on how mm-hmm. i presented myself not always but in some ways i believe people treat you how like you the energy you give off is kind of what people be like okay she will this is how she is i'll kind of go off that not consciously sometimes i feel like subconsciously you just radiate what people take and then they just kind of treat you based on that that's yeah. what i think sometimes That's the, I'm really glad to, glad to hear that. But on an individual front, like I know you said that you're very kind of like confident and stuff like that. Um, I guess one thing I would like to know is how did you cultivate that confidence like from the beginning? Because considering that you said growing up, a lot of people would make comments and quite like mean comments, even knowingly or unknowingly about your appearance. How did you kind of, how did you remain confident and then how did you go from a different context so obviously we said this before but like in African culture we can speak for West African culture being bigger is kind of like more attractive although there's like a middle ground where people say oh it's too much yeah all of this kind of stuff so then to go from that kind of context to now come and study in the UK um how did you retain that confidence or did that do anything to your confidence so how did you remain confident from the beginning of time up until now and when you had that shift from going from Ghana to the UK was it was there a hit on your confidence at all yes um okay so to answer the first part like I haven't always been like confident like I'm the hottest bee in the room kind of like when I was in high school I was obviously very very insecure and in high school looking back I wasn't that big however I thought I was and I always felt like all the other girls were relatively slimmer than me so in high school I was not that confident I remember I never liked taking pictures like if you look at my phone like pre like 2015 onwards it's just like always pictures of other people mm-hmm. I feel like that's why I'm good at like taking videos now because I always used to record the outside world and never took more pictures of myself because mm-hmm. I felt quite low I felt quite like 
insecure and also i felt very much like uh like things like wearing long sleeves being feeling like my arms were big there was like a, like there was a lot of insecurity there this is like quick deviation but i went to a tanzanian school where there were heavily like indian people and okay. they used to be quite racist towards me from being the only black person in the class so i also had like insecurity about my skin color and about being dark and i remember mm. when i was younger i used to wish like oh, i wish i was lighter so they, they just don't be mean to me anymore mm. so there's all that however moving out of that and moving to togo which was west africa where there were majority black people that's where i started in a way building on the confidence of my skin color a little bit then i was still insecure but when i came to uni first year of uni i literally have a screenshot of a conversation with my best friend where i was like you know what no i'm a bad b i'm beautiful <laughs> like i'm not gonna make anyone make me feel down about myself because i'm just creating like a space in my head that's not comfortable for me to be in mm-hmm. so it was just this mental switch where i'm sure maybe i was building it building upon it over months but mm-hmm. for me it was like a mental switch where i was like no like you're beautiful stop this hating on yourself thing because it's not great then that was the energy i carried out throughout uni and then through into the weight loss that i do feel that's why i still like i remember i literally would dress however i wanted or whatever i wanted so people are like people look at my before pictures and they're like oh you used to dress like really like let, let's say showing a lot of skin anyway because for me it wasn't like i felt like where how where whatever makes you feel good so that was the when i gained confidence and kept it going switching from ghana to the uk in a sense of like beauty standards and differences i so in ghana i was being called fat every day when i came to uni i feel like everybody was more mature and everybody was just nice and no one said anything about my weight so i don't know if that helped like mm-hmm. made me feel better because i wasn't constantly getting you're big you're big you're big um so i don't know like the different beauty standards didn't really come into play i think what changed was people's comments and people not continuously calling me fat and maybe people meeting me as i am because i feel like if you meet someone as let's say a size 14 you've always known them as a size 14 yeah but back home they maybe knew me as a size 8 and so i jumped to a 14 so they were like continuously co- talking talking about it so there wasn't much uh the beauty standards didn't really come into play per se and like that didn't really affect me anyhow i'd say but yeah that was like journey of building self-confidence and there was obviously days of like backtracking and having to remind myself Yes, and I lo- I love that. I remember one time seeing one of your tweets, and I was like, "Oh my gosh! Thank God somebody said this about how they would do before and after pictures of people, and in the before they would look so miserable and like they're all sullen and stuff like that, and then in the after they like look preppy and happy." And you were like, "I was happy before, and I'm happy now." Um, so I would love to ask, what do you think about how people speak about weight loss and present weight loss? Um, because there is this very weird, obviously, like maybe for some people, they genuinely were unhappy and, and stuff yeah. like that. But the general presentation of weight loss um, on social media that you've seen and the kind of narrative surrounding it what do you think about it and do you think there needs to be any kind of kind of change and also why have you been quite intentional about say uh, because what i see with you is that you'll put a cute pic i've even saw it recently you put a cute picture of you in a red dress before and you put a cute picture yeah. of you in a very similar looking red dress now, now yeah. and you look happy and you just look like two different versions of yeah. the same person um 
So yeah, yeah how do you feel about all of that kind of narrative and presentation that we see? Yeah. yeah, so I think my main issue with our societies, people are fatphobic. Like, it's a big thing. Like, I don't know why, but I don't even want to say only men because you would have women, a fair few women, being That's also right. very fat, fatphobic. And for me, it's really sad because your weight isn't everything. Your weight doesn't define your personality. Your weight doesn't define what you bring to people. If you're being hired for your skills, your weight doesn't affect that unless, like, obviously it's like a physical job, but and then maybe your weight like hinders you. But besides that, your mental state and your personality is never affected by your weight. So it really depresses me. Not depresses. That's a huge word. It really makes me sad to mm-hmm. see how much people like put such importance on weight. And I feel like in that way, like that was created because obviously we've been given this beauty standard and this mm-hmm. idea that to be slimmer is to be beautiful, and that's problematic in its own. So, like you said, I do make a big effort of showing because I don't have a sad picture because I'm always. <laughs> really, I know sometimes it's really hard as well for people to understand that. Like, I'm not saying lose weight to be happy because I was already happy. I'm not saying lose weight to be confident because I was already confident. Obviously, it changes in some aspects. I feel like for me, like trying to uh, like show that or highlight that with all my before and afters is to say that. You can lose weight or you can work on yourself because you want to be better or you want to be physically fitter, Mm -hmm. but it's not a tool that's going to increase your happiness or it's not something that's going to make your life better. So that's why sometimes when people ask me, oh, has their male attention changed? I'm happy that it hasn't because I feel like if it did, it would also knock my confidence. 100%. It would make me feel like, oh, so was I I poop? Like, why (laughs) is no one after me? So I feel like even the question of like people saying, congratulations, you've done so well. Sometimes that hits different. That makes it feel like, so was I not doing anything good when I was bigger? It's just mm. like, like this weight loss is the biggest achievement. For me, I don't like the narrative that being fat makes you less. Like it just, it, it's not true. It's not, it's not it. So I try very hard to obviously show that like before me is as you said, same me, same smile, just a different, fitter version. And like I just would like us to dispel that narrative and I try with my page to encourage that this is not true you don't being big is not sad being big is just you being big and you can still be your awesome self mm. um yeah and I don't know I feel like I waffled I'm not sure if I answered the second no, part no 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 <laughs> it's fine it's fine yeah, no but I think yeah. it's um the way we talk about weight is a really it's quite like disturbing to me personally because I think like some people might say, oh, it's new, you're, you're quite slim, so why would you care? But the reason I do care is because I'm also a person and because I'm a woman and w- women's bodies change so, so much. So it's yeah. like for yeah. you to to base your value and your happiness on on something that literally is so fickle, like TMI, but even when you're on your period, your body's changing. Well, I was going to yes. say, you know how like, so fickle definitely and even like with pre- obviously we both haven't experienced this but with pregnancy like when people bring a whole person into the world and people are like oh my gosh she's fatter you're like oh like so that is what you're concerned about that is what you care about yeah, that this yeah. person who carried a child is n- 
for nine months or even less or whatever is bigger than what you remember her when she was what like younger or or before her pregnancy and it's you know there's a lot of very problematic narratives around weight around appearance and I think one thing you really hear is about happiness and joy so we link happiness and joy with like a particular aesthetic that's why we're like oh this person snapped back and it's like why do you need to snap back oh my god can we talk about that word snap back it pisses me off when people focus so much on oh my god she snapped back in a month or two months after she came back it's childbirth is such a tedious process like it's literally life or death people go through so much however your focus is on her snapping back Mm -hmm. it bothers me no yeah 100% same here what do you what I'm really intrigued about is this Gillian is this one thing (laughs) what made you yeah I um it's interesting to see that you have one focus on fitness but also not really emphasize like a certain aesthetic goal because what I found in the fitness kind of realm especially with a lot of young women is grow your glutes have a big booty get yourself a hip dip all of this kind of stuff and one thing that I have noticed with you I think it's only you and I'm not even saying this to flatter you like genuinely I think you're probably one of the only girls who does fitness that I don't think emphasizes any type of body type it's just yeah. purely fitness you might say like oh this is how to strengthen your yeah. your thighs or like or grow your glutes or get abs but it's not really the focal point yeah. and I wonder why is that like why aren't you doing um booty workouts and your whole thing is about that or your whole thing is about being curvier or or being having a flat stomach like how how come that's not really your thing so like you said i feel like that is in itself that idea people a lot of fitness pages and a lot of companies who obviously have like certain products promote that idea is very problematic in that we all have different bodies like nobody even even your sister your sibling same genetic from your parents will not have the same body as you you guys may have certain similarities even look at twins they all have different bodies in some way mm. so i feel like the fact that we're all different trying to promote like this as the perfect figure or this as the perfect way is so problematic because at the end of the day you can work out a hundred times you will never look like that person you you will not mm-hmm. unless you obviously like surgically enhance that which is everyone's prerogative like but my point and the reason why i don't push that narrative is one, as I said, is that we won't end up looking like that. And also, too, I feel like it then creates the sadness for yourself because you will not achieve that. I feel like once you have this unrealistic goal, like make my glutes as big as the Kardashian and have my stomach so flat every single day, just creates, you will be miserable because you will not achieve that. As we said, our body changes all the time. And sometimes to get that perfect figure will probably take extra work where if, let's say, you have a nine-to-five you will not have time to be sleeping in the gym from morning to evening. So I don't push that narrative and I don't ask, give myself that pressure as well because I don't want to create a space in my mind where I'm miserable. I You spend every day with you. So why make yourself miserable is like one of my biggest, biggest things mm-hmm. as well. So I just believe in just overall fitness. Just exercise as much as you can. Like obviously we have certain body parts where you can target. You can target working on your abs a bit more. 
but even in fitness you can't even spot reduced fat like you can't only train one body part you can't only train one like only your stomach forever you have to have an overall like agenda to make yourself better so i believe just ask people to work on your overall self to make yourself less miserable and also to just be fitter overall mm-hmm. even if like you you could spot reduce an area why would you want to like just sit there and just have your arms being slimmer and the only focus and your entire body be maybe unfit you may not have stronger legs like why would you want that in any way mm-hmm. i believe overall body fitness is better than just trying to aspire to just have one area and that as well can be unrealistic Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel very convicted right now because I've been telling people that I need to get abs and that's like been my main focus I am not a fitness person in any way shape or form um I don't know who the gym is I'm not acquainted with her at all but I feel like yeah no I feel like there needs to be a change and I do think fitness is important like being healthy is very very important um not that I walk in that truth but I think yeah but I do think it's important yeah like another thing is what has made you interested in so interested in fitness because I think that this has now correct me if I'm wrong it's become kind of like a little passion of yours because you're talking about you know food and and the best way to exercise and you know it isn't about denying yourself of everything or focusing on getting yeah see see that i didn't know that anybody would ever say something like that so what is it that you no 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 it's good i so what's made you like develop such a big passion for fitness in and of itself yeah yeah um so this is one thing i'm sure every fitness person will attest to is this part is the fact that when you start exercising i swear it's addictive <laughs> like i swear like the dopamine and the serotonin and all that gets like it released in high amounts because you get it becomes part of your personality that's why you get people laugh at like gym heads and mm. stuff because i feel like once you know that you can work on yourself and you just have to be consistent consistent in a certain amount of time or in a certain way and you can get certain results it makes you realize that oh i'm in control of myself and mm. as a person who loves to be in control i feel like being involved in fitness makes me know I can work on myself a certain way. I can create a certain result. So that sense of like just knowing you can control everything gets no. I don't want to use the word addictive because it sounds bad, but you get addicted to it. You love going to the gym because you know when I work out like for thirty minutes, I'll get this result in three months. Like you know that working hard gets you the results, and I feel like fitness like really highlights that for yourself. And the reason why I become so passionate about it is besides it being addictive, I just that it just made me healthier and it just made my life positive in a certain way so even though I've always been happy I feel like mentally I've gotten better like when you become physically fit I personally have found that it makes me more mentally fit it makes me mm. more mentally oh, wow. happy yeah like one thing like even though I was always happy and everything that happiness is happiness 
but like I feel like I've been extra happy because I have been more focused on my goals it's giving me more energy I can go to class more excited and having those things like positive like being fit positively impacted all my other aspects of my life made me realize that oh this is something I want to keep doing this is something I really want to stick stick to and the reason why it's also become a passion is the community I've created like the people who kind of like depend on me who message me like oh I'm having a bad day like what do I do? How do I do this? That has also been something that has made me want to keep going in a sense because then it becomes more not only you, it becomes other people depending on you in a way. Mm. So all these little aspects is why it's just become like a passion for me. And plus it's fun. When you get into the gym, it's <laughs> actually lit. That's what people don't understand. They think it's work, but it's not. It's fun. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess to round up, what would be your top three tips for anybody who is on a weight loss journey and or wants to become fitter? Okay, top three. Um, so I'll start with number one, patience. What people I see from people and the messages I get is everybody wants quick, quick results in two seconds. However, that doesn't happen all the time. Our bodies are different, first of all. And second of all, with big bodily like changes, you need time. You need those three months for your stomach to make any change. You know, you need those six months for like an overall body change. You need the time. So I would say if you're on any journey, weight loss or even like working otherwise, you need to be patient to see the results you want. Then second, I would say that you have to be consistent. One thing I also realized is a lot of people start and stop. Like they start today, three days later, they get tired and they stop, which is fair enough because it's hard. But you have to be doing it every day. You have to be working on it, even if it's a little bit every single day. You have to be, you have to do it. Then this one is more centered towards if weight loss or fitness is your goal, your diet. Now, one thing I'm going to say, quick deviation is I don't believe in dieting. I don't believe in restriction. Mm -hmm. So that's not what I mean. I don't believe in like doing the keto diet or whatever. It works for some people. That's fine. I mean eating clean. I mean eating a balanced meal. I mean, like, having those veggies, having those fruits. Like, old me, she would not, I, I didn't know what vegetables were. <laughs> I don't think, no, I'm being dead up. Like, I don't think I've ever, like, back then, I would even eat vegetables an entire week, which is bad, like, for your health. Like, anyway, you need your five a day. So that's one thing I would emphasize on, like, eat your greens, eat your fruits. Yes, it's not everyday broccoli is one of the things I say on my thing, but it's actually everyday try and incorporate something healthy in your in your meal eat banana that day if you absolutely <laughs> eat some kale like you need it your body needs it and mm-hmm. then also in the in the diet be balanced like you can't restrict yourself like i will never have takeaway yes you will you're human you go out with your friends you will mm-hmm. you will eat that takeaway and don't demonize yourself when you do like don't make yourself feel bad that i'm eating this i'm not eating that tomorrow have a balanced clean diet be patient be consistent with what you're doing and those would be my top three things, basically, yeah. Amazing. It's been so good speaking to you, Jillian. Yeah, it's been so good. And I think there's so many gems. Like, And I think the biggest thing is loving. Like, oh, it sounds so cliche, but really loving, yeah, loving, like yeah, loving yourself wherever you are, whatever you look like, whatever changes may happen. Like, focusing on that kind of the condition of your heart and your mind and your belief about yourself I think is really important um just as a little add-on 
This show is called Just Over 20. We're going to try something a little different for season okay. two. Um, but, okay, so y- you are just over 20. That's why you're on the show. Um, you yeah. are, I'm guessing you're like 22. I'm 22. Yeah, so we're both the same age. So what is the biggest lesson so far? It could be in relation to your fitness or your weight loss journey that you have learned in your 20s specifically. And what is the biggest thing that you are looking forward to about this like phase of your life okay um so if i have to say the biggest thing i've learned sounds so cheesy and cliche but it's hard work is is one thing i've noticed in all aspects whether weight loss in my law degree if i didn't put in the work anytime let's say there's an essay i do put the hard work in and i try to just get by dropping it the mm-hmm. grades reflect that um so i just realized that anything that i just like stop pause my mind to set set a goal and then I literally start working hard on it I've always seen positive results there's not been one thing that I work hard on that the universe was like okay like yeah I'm not giving that to you yes you don't get everything but you'll probably get a lesson from it but most of the time once you put your head down you get the results you want one thing I'm really really looking forward to is well besides COVID I just want to go out (laughs) besides all that I just, I think I'm looking forward to getting to a financial point in my life where I can just jet off anywhere. Mm. Like, I just really want to be, like, financially liberated and free and, like, have loads of that because I feel like once you have your financial stability, you can achieve all things that you want in a way it makes life in some way easier to get certain goals you want. Um, so that's one thing I'm looking forward to and working towards and everything I'm doing. I'm like, okay, how can I enjoy what I'm doing but make money out of it uh, in a way? But, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Oh wow, you you're being the interviewer now. Um, oh yeah, flip the switch. Um, okay, so one thing that I've learned in my twenties is, um, I'll say um, specifically for you, like I'm gonna think of an answer. Um, I think, um defining yourself I think is the biggest lesson I feel like you know when you're a child or when you're a teenager there's a lot of things that people tell you that you are or tell you that you should want or tell you that you should care about um whether that's like you should care about um going to this kind of union you should care about being in these kinds of circles or achieving these kind of things by this age and I think that yeah I think at this age now I'm like unlearning a lot of things that okay like everybody says that this is really important but I don't really care about that thing yeah I don't really care yeah I think that's a big thing and I think one thing I'm looking forward to in my 20s is um I don't know if this is going to happen in my 20s, but like getting married and like having a family, like that's something that I am, which is really weird for me, which has been quite a shift because I never like, I used to be like, what, what is, yeah, what is, what is marriage? What is that? Like, who is that? Like, absolutely yeah who is she that's not something I really care about but I think over some time like it's something that I've been like really open to and I can see the beauty of it so that's one thing I am looking forward to yeah 
and you will have the most amazing man and kids and everything in life. Amen. No, and you. you so I believe people with positive energy gain and attract positive things in their lives. So easy. Oh, thank you, girl. <laughs> thank you. I'm um, for I'm you to. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show or yeah, coming on the show. This is the first person of season two, guys. Where can people um, find you, follow you? What kind of things can people do um, if they want to improve their fitness? Because I know you have some programs going on and stuff. So yeah. yeah. If you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram as Fitness Jill. I also have a website, fitnessjill.com. I share quite a few, all, all the information that I mainly have on my page. I have that on the website as well. Uh, but my Instagram is my main source of contact. You can DM me anytime. I'll reply you. And I'm currently running a Zoom workout pro, uh, program for the month. It's not too late to join. I will also run stuff in January. So if you follow the page, all that information will be there. So yeah, really, and to be fit, just like drink your water, eat your fruits. It sounds basic, but that's it. And exercise when you can. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Thank you, Jillian. Thank you for listening. But the conversation isn't over. So to share your thoughts and keep the conversation going, follow at just over 20 on Instagram and Twitter, share the episode and subscribe to keep up to date with the podcast. This has been Just Over 20. I've been your host, Italy Speaks, and you have been fabulous. Stay blessed and catch you next time.